Welcome to the Topic of Conversation with your host, Rob Scoggins, Jr. I am Rob Scoggins, and I am here at the Original Brooklyn's. This is the Topic of Conversation, and I want to welcome everybody uh, to the show. Tonight, we are talking about chocolate. It's a chocolate therapist, Julie Peck, and her store is over on Main Street in Littleton, Colorado, and it's open seven days a week. Uh, you can get classes on learning how to cook with chocolate, how to pair chocolate with things, how to have chocolate parties, how to dip cherries in chocolate the correct way, all that good stuff. We want to welcome the talented. She sings jazz. She runs a chocolate therapy guru of Colorado. Uh, she is lovely. She has brought her family here tonight in the live audience. We thank her for that and her friends and everybody who's supporting the show. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the show, Julie Peck. How thank are you? Thank you, Rob. Thanks for having me here well, tonight. Thank we are you. so happy to have you. Um, Chocolate in springtime. It just goes together. You can just that. sing that chocolate in springtime. I see a song coming from I that. Do. Well, you can write it. Um, <laughs> it. You have a, a unique brand. I mean, this is fun stuff. So the chocolate therapist is is a place. Are, are you a therapist yourself? Well, I do have a psychology degree. Yeah, well, and I'm a certified that. hypnotherapist, so I guess in some ways, although that's not really how I spend my time. Yeah. <laughs> You don't, you don't really have a, if I walked in there and said, hey, I, I need to get an hour of therapy for you, from you, you'd be like, well, I don't really do We'd that. sit you down, give you a glass of wine, give you some chocolate, and, and let talk, you go. And let's talk about it, right? <laughs> That's how it goes. That. Um, so over there in Littleton, the name of the place is chocolate, the Chocolate Therapist. That's right. And not necessarily you are the Chocolate Therapist, correct? Well, I... Over time, I've kind of come to come be associated the, yeah. with that. Like, I'll be introduced, and in if I'm speaking, they'll be like, let's welcome Julie Peck, the chocolate therapist, which is kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the, uh, the, yeah. chocolate, the chocolate therapist. It's hilarious. It's, I still laugh. <laughs> when, um, when people come in, what, what, are, what do you... Like, if I, was, if I was from out of town, and I saw the chocolate therapist, I'm like, oh, and I came in, what, what, what would I expect to see? Well, right away, when you come in the shop, you'll notice how good it smells. Oh, yeah. The staff is really nice. Everyone's always really happy. You would have to expect that. They are uh, drinking fabulous coffee and eating great chocolate all day. Uh, there's a lot of samples around, so you can try the chocolate. But the main thing we do is we make chocolate with pure ingredients. So there's no dyes, no preservatives. You make it all there. Nothing artificial. It's made right on site. Wow. Yeah. So we kind of have a... Um, it's a little niche in what we have going. We really care about what goes into it, and it's going into it right there on site. So it's very unique. And how long have you been in business? Uh, this is my eighth year. Eighth year. Yep, eight years. It's huge. Eight long, grueling eight long, years grueling in the years chocolate of industry. Sugar. Being oh surrounded God. by sugar. That's right. Oh, That's it's so been hard. Bad, right? <laughs> um, your kids have grown up around it, haven't they? They have, and they worked in the shop. And they worked in the shop. Yep. So good, good, good job for them. Yeah, we might have done some child labor there. And but they really, learned, they wanted to work on it. But they I, learned, right? I, they well, learned some I couldn't stuff. help it. They were like, let us work at the shop. I'm like, oh, you have to get your parents to sign a waiver. <laughs> <laughs> How much is... Um, it reasonably priced, uh, chocolate? It's, I, yeah. What I try to do is hit the middle of the bell curve. You know, I'm not that cheap chocolate, you know, super inexpensive bargain basement brands that you can buy some places, but I'm not, uh, we don't do all fair trade organic, you know, super high-end single origin. I'm like right in the middle. So. Uh, you, you said you had your psychology degree. Yes. Where'd you get that from? University of Denver. CU Denver. CU Denver. Yeah. And then you also are a, what type of therapist? Certified hypnotherapist. And, and, and what is that? Well, I just, I'm fascinated with the way the mind works, which yeah. actually is, it kind of ties into the whole chocolate thing. Because I always say, you know, where mind and body meet, chocolate begins. <laughs> I like that. That's very nice. Yes. Yes. So, and, and it, do you use that? I mean, are you... Uh, I did for a long time. I, I help people... Uh, 
with hypnotherapy, but really I'm into teaching people how to self-hypnosis, which basically is, you know, the mastery of your own mind. So is that kind of like yoga? Is it, is it, or is yeah. it I, I think it's all integrated where, in there. Where does it I haven't studied fall. those enough okay. to know. I'm really more, it's more about the mind. You know, so a hypnotherapist, what is, uh, <laughs> dive into well, a little What are bit your more. problems? Huh? <laughs> yeah, what are, what are, what are when, when, I, when you, well, usually like hypnosis sounds like hypnosis. Yeah, when people came to me, you know, you can get hypnotized for losing weight and smoking and all of that, but I was more of a goal-focused person. Okay. So like if you had a goal or if you wanted to increase your business or change whatever you were doing and be better at it, sports performance, that kind of thing, then that would be more my specialty because yeah. that's what I'm good at. That's my expertise and kind of my background. So like I said, I haven't really used that in a long time, but I do use self-hypnosis for my own purposes, like right. to create ideas and just relax my mind and see what can kind of come into it and where can I go from where I am. That's wonderful stuff. Yeah. It's good. It's and great. You've, and, you've, and, you've, and, you've, and you've built that into your chocolate yeah. dream. Yeah. Well, we come up with great new ideas all the time. Now, do you name the chocolate? I, those chocolate bars over there have great yeah, names. <laughs> are those the original names from you? Yeah. Uh, most of them are from me. Uh, some of them are from the staff. A couple of them are from my kids. So it's really whoever has the best name. What we'll do is we sometimes we even take a poll with all the customers that are coming in, like name this brand or whatever, and we'll take the best uh, name. And what, um, what, can you give us a couple of the names of the bars? Well, one of my favorites is... Can you hum is, a few uh, bars? Can you do <laughs> Yes, I can hum a yeah, few yeah, bars. Yeah, you can, yeah. Down by the sea salt, of course, dark chocolate, <laughs> almonds and sea salt, but after down by the seaside. Double shot is dark chocolate and espresso, so it's kind of like two, cho- two shots of oh. something fabulous. One of my favorites named by one of my staff members who's actually here tonight, Rebecca. She's one of our chocolatiers. Right over there. Right over there. She's at the bar, Rebecca. At the bar having a good time. She named the bar Almond Created Equal. Oh, I like that. (laughs) Dark chocolate almonds. It's brilliant. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, we like like that one. Uh, So, and then Superhero, of course, that has dark chocolate, tart dried cherries, and almonds. So, three of the top 10 superfoods, which is where it gets its name, Superhero. Uh huh. That's a popular bar if someone's giving a gift to someone that's done something really nice for them. Sure. Or sometimes the, uh, like the military has used it, giving a bunch of uh, chocolate bars to their, their heroes, their superheroes. Oh, so that. that's been, yeah, so that's been fun. And then we have the private stash, of course, which is just that little box of chocolates that you come in and get for your own, you know, your own use, your which private use. Which kind of sounds like <laughs> medicinal, which is the oh, yeah, marijuana is. type uh, chocolate, but... You don't really do that. You've kind of stayed away from the medicinal chocolate, right? Or the medicinal... Yeah, edi- I have. They're called edibles in the world of marijuana, but you kind of stayed away from that, right? I have, yeah. It's a choice. It's, a, it's definitely an active choice on my part. You know, there's yeah. probably plenty of that in the state of Colorado. I'm going to offer something else. And I think you mentioned that you have to have a separate license for that. It becomes a whole new venue. And yeah, you do. A whole yeah. new attitude, and you just don't want to do that. No, I don't want to mess with it. Yeah, Plus, I have kids, thing. and I'm really not advocating... Plus, it's a successful business. You don't need yeah, that, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. And you said, you said joke. You said jokingly, two, two, two blocks down, there's people take care of that anyway, right? They do. But it's yeah, hilarious because yeah. we have, like I mentioned, the RX logo, and that's yeah. my logo in the chocolate yeah. industry. Yeah. So now that's so associated with so, all of yeah. that. Yeah, there yeah. it is right it's there. It's wonderful. <laughs> now, when you came up with the name eight years ago, your children were much younger. Yes. They were not even double digits. Nope. One of them wasn't. One of them was, but one of them wasn't. Um, when, you, when you thought of the name, you said... I need something creative. I need something fun. I need something that fits your style of a person that you are. How'd you come up with the name? It actually comes from the book that I wrote called The Chocolate Therapist, A User's Guide to the Extraordinary Health Benefits of Chocolate. And right. that book I wrote 10 years ago originally. 
So and this is what started it all. That's what started it. And then I started a little line of chocolate bars from there. And when I ended up purchasing the shop that bought that uh, was making our bars, I just changed the name to The Chocolate Therapist. I might as well just keep it consistent, you know? And this book is sold on at Amazon, your store and yeah, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon, um, everywhere that they sell books. And it's called The Chocolate Therapist, A User's Guide to Extraordinary Health Benefits of Chocolate. Yeah, published by a big publishing company. It actually got picked up after I had... Uh, Self-published it, sold about 6,000 copies, and Wiley picked it up. So now, it's, I doubled it in size, rewrote it, updated it, and it's well-researched, but it's very funny. Second edition. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a laugh and learn. Now, when you, when, you name, when you name the place from the book, and then you, you, you updated the book, what can I learn from this book? What can people learn from this book? Well, the way I organized it was I was doing a lot of research, a lot of medical research, actually, uh, on studies done by chocolate and what they were saying you know so much information wasn't very exciting and I thought I gotta organize this so people can find it so I alphabetized all the ailments so you could look up say if you have uh, heart disease or high blood pressure diabetes if you want to lose weight flatulation there's yeah. all kinds of fun things Where, where's in there. the lose weight <laughs> section I need that weight loss is in the back and oh it's in the it, back it's always it in the back it talks about uh, oh, yeah, how you can is. use chocolate as part of a healthy eating program right. and really why it helps suppress your appetite Sometimes you just need that little sweet thing at the end of a meal. It's a good thing to have chocolate because it doesn't raise your blood sugar. People always think so. chocolate's bad for them, though. No. I mean, it... it now, is the eat... processed chocolate that... And, 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 and don't worry, it's okay. It, that, that, that Hershey's and M&M Mars uses... Uh, Reese's, M&M Mars, whatever. And Hershey's and, and Nestle's use on a day-to-day -day basis. It's different than what you use, isn't it? It is, but... They also, like Mars in particular, they have some really excellent products, too. They I don't do. like to uh, no, I know. I just, say anything bad about any company no, in the chocolate industry. There's, I, I'm really an advocate for chocolate, and each company has different levels that you can go into. Like even Hershey, they own some really amazing brands that have some super high-quality chocolate. So what it is about going as dark as possible, right? Yeah. We were talking about that. The darker it is, the more the actual cocoa bean is right. in there, and that's the thing that's really good for you. Now, I'm a big dark chocolate guy. Yes. <laughs> I can't do milk chocolate. I can't do... Now, milk chocolate is called milk chocolate because it's mainly milk. Well, is, it has milk, it, like... it has sugar. It's more sugar, less chocolate, less cocoa, less cocoa butter. Right, so, uh, yeah. So it's just kind of like... It's like Wonder Bread yeah. of chocolate, right? <laughs> and then... I don't know if it's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then white chocolate. Now, everybody thinks about white chocolate. People have kind of... Some of the marketeers out there have said white chocolate is better for you than dark chocolate or whatever. No, no, But no, how, no. what is the difference between dark chocolate, milk chocolate, and white chocolate? White chocolate is made with cocoa butter only. There's no actual cocoa powder in it. So you're going to have maybe 20, 22% cocoa. So there's a little bit in there if it's truly white chocolate. Milk chocolate is going to be more in your 30 to maybe high-end 40% range of cocoa, cocoa butter and cocoa solids. Whereas dark, you can have anywhere from, you know, 35 on up to 99. And that just means the percentage of the ingredients that comes from the chocolate tree, the cocoa tree, the Obrema cacao. Wow. So we're going to look at this real quick. All right. All right. So you brought an array of chocolate for the, for the live audience. Yes, we did. And, and they're loving it. Uh, they're eating it up. And, and you're, getting, you're getting to know some folks around the Brooklyn's area here in Denver. Now. I'm going to pick this one. This one is? That's dark chocolate infused with organic plum oil and then a little coconut oil to soften the center. You won't taste it, but it's just going to taste like pure chocolate with organic plum oil. It goes great with red wine, let me tell you. Mm. That's a good one. This one right here. 
How's that? That is going to the dark side. It's a mix between milk and dark. Now, we made that for people that don't like dark chocolate, and they kind of have to stage themselves in, like they have to get over to the dark side. So this is like flavor of milk, flavor of dark together, so you kind of like train yourself into the dark side. And then this one? That one looks like the toffee bark, which has little tiny bits of toffee and sea salt in it. A bestseller. This shop. is the bestseller. It is one of them. It's amazing. Matt Matthew Schiff, um, unfortunately, he's a he's a wonderful sound editor and he's our editor and producer and director of the show. He can't eat any of it. Why? I don't know. He, just because he can't. Because um, you're gonna eat it all. I'm, I'm gonna eat it for him. <laughs> and then and then Will Hartman, uh, our our technical director, and uh, and our and our chief editor, he he eats a he's eating it right now. He's good. He's eating it. Okay, uh, good. So. This right here, and what's this one right here? That's chai. It's infused with organic chai. I have to tell you something about this chocolate. Yeah. So this isn't one of my more favorite chocolates because I'm not a chai person, but one of the girls in our shop recently took that chocolate, chopped it up, put it into a chocolate chip cookie, and it was, it's to die for. Really? So chai chocolate chip cookies is the rage. <laughs> Who would have guessed, right? That's awesome. It's so good. No. This one right here has got a little specks in it. Down by the sea salt. That's got almonds and Malden sea salt with 55% dark chocolate. Mm -hmm. And that is the best-selling bar in the shop. What is dark chocolate supposed to help us with? Our human body. It's in your book. You've mentioned a little bit in your book. But it's also, dark chocolate has, you hear, you know, health people talking about it. And we see it on advertisements. Yep. Buy dark chocolate, dark chocolate, dark chocolate. M&M's, M&M Mars got into it. Now we have dark chocolate M&M's. Um, so what Those is not yeah, quite what, dark enough. <laughs> it's a nice way to get started. But. What is what is dark chocolate have in it that that's good for us? Well, the Theobroma cacao tree, which is where the uh, cocoa comes from that we eat, has some really interesting and unique anti, uh, antioxidants that other plants don't have. So when you condense that down and use those in the chocolate, you're basically getting a really strong infusion of antioxidants. And again, that's if you go nice and dark, 60s, 70s, 75, 80, as right. high as you can possibly go. So it's good for the heart, helps dilate the blood vessels, more blood can move through the body. Good for the brain, it helps uh, protect us against amyloid plaque buildup, which is what basically is the cause of Alzheimer's. Okay. So there's a lot of unique properties of chocolate that it has because it's coming from a plant that you don't see in other treats. Now, can you eat a cocoa bean? Like if I was just walking through the woods, and hey, there's some cocoa beans. <laughs> Can I pick it and just go, Wah. Well, it comes in a pod. It kind of has to be broken open, and then you have to extract the beans out of that. But yes, you can eat those. Have and you? Have you ever yes, done Yes, I have. In, Co in Costa Rica, uh -huh. it was pretty interesting, because uh, we had, like, you know, we tried the cocoa beans. We were doing through the whole thing through the farm. And then I'm walking through the farm about 45 minutes later, and suddenly I'm like, wow, I feel amazing. I'm so happy. This is great. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm high on cocoa beans. Yeah. Right. They're very powerful when they come right out of the pods. So sure. if you really want to have a good time, that would be the way to go. Where do you get your cocoa beans from? Where does that happen? How do you... Well, they come from all over the world. Uh, cacao is grown 10 degrees north and south of the equator. So there's only about 33 countries wait, in wait, the world. Wait, wait, cocoa is grown where? 10 degrees north and south of the equator. That's it? Yeah. Only 33, 34 countries can grow it. But wow. it's mostly from uh, Ivory Coast. Ghana, you know, Africa. Right. You see a little bit in Central America, Central and South America. So Ghana's made a lot of money off cocoa yeah. beans. Yeah, Ivory Coast is the, is the main one for sure. Okay. But yeah, so we get our uh, chocolate from a company in San Francisco called Guitards. They bring it in from all over the world. They sift through the beans. They take the top beans uh, to use for their line, and then they sell the rest to the other companies. <laughs> uh, that's nothing wrong with that. It's still uh, cocoa. Yeah, exactly. So it is a, it's a cool... How much 
I'm, I'm sorry. Go I was going to say it's a really cool factory tour. If you really, if you're into chocolate, to go tour these factories. I've toured some of the biggest chocolate factories in the world. And where is this factory? You said it's in California. This one's in San Francisco. Okay. Guitard, yeah. It's called Guitard. G U I T T A R D. And what's another great one that you've been to? Uh, not well, a, not I've in been this to Calibo in Belgium. It's a little bit harder to get into that one. You have to know someone who knows someone. <laughs> kind of like Willy Wonka. Exactly. Are we talking Willy Wonka-ish. Yeah. I'll you tell know, you, that was an secrets. amazing, amazing uh, chocolate company. It's huge. It's like spans acres and it's pristine. It's one of the cleanest places I've ever been. Like not a speck of dust anywhere. What's, it was what's amazing. so wonderful to know that it's clean chocolate. It is. It's, it's very good. So I think you're the uh, biggest chocolate company in the world. When, when people think chocolate and they said, hey, you want a candy bar, what do people think of? I think they just think of the most uh, common brands, maybe Mars, Hershey's. Probably Hershey's has been around the longest. Right. Yeah. Can you make s'mores with yours? Which, which is the best one to make s'mores with? Oh, you can make them with any of ours. Uh, I think the double shot bar is really fun because it has fresh ground espresso in it. So it's going to like give you a little kick to your s'mores, a little more fun. <laughs> and then sometimes we have uh, ground peppermint in one of our bars. Like for the holidays, we oh, make a special peppermint yeah. and intoxication. And that's really good with s'mores too. I mean, we do everything in the shop. If it can be covered in chocolate, we're, we're doing it. We're not always selling that, but we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> When you were a young girl, I'm going to take you back a little bit. When you were a young girl, where did you, where did you grow up? I uh, grew up in Seattle and then uh, also in Cal- Montana, Montana, Montana. Yep. Are you a cowgirl? Are you, are you, yeah. you ride horsebacks? We had horses stuff? when I was growing up. I do love horses. I don't know if I'm a cowgirl, though. I mean, I, I love Colorado because you can really be authentic here. Uh-huh. You don't have to play any games. Uh, but I don't know if that I'd call myself a cowgirl. So the chocolate, ther- the chocolate therapist, the, the, the store, has been around for eight years. And you're listening to Rob. I'm Rob Scoggins, your host. You're listening to the Topic of Conversation. And we're talking to Julie Peck, the chocolate therapist. And um, just so you, just, just, just to complete the sentence, when you're a little girl, did you say, I want to own a chocolate store? I didn't specifically say that, but I'm a goal setter, so I've always had a lot of goals. Uh, When I was in college, I decided that I wanted to own a candy store, but I didn't look at those goals for almost 18 years before I finally realized, oh my gosh, I I actually own a chocolate store. But I have been infatuated with Switzerland since I was a baby. I wrote all of my papers as I was growing up on Switzerland, the chocolate industry, the cheese, the marzipan. I absolutely love Switzerland. Now, uh, did what you I, read Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Yes, and I watched the movie, you know, and yeah. every year and uh, Chocolat, the movie, oh, all chocolate, of that. Johnny yeah. Depp's, Johnny Depp's <laughs> yep. Chocolat, wonderful Love movie. Yeah, it was such a great movie. I'm actually kind of living her life. Yeah, you know the part Juliette Binoche played. Absolutely, that's, that's kind of what is happening with me now. So, so yeah, I think I was destined to go into the chocolate business. Yeah, and and. What type of girl were you in high school? What type of little little girl were you? I mean, very you... athletic and very studious. I was a good kid. <laughs> really? What sports yeah. did you play? I was a, a ski team and gymnastics. Wow. Yep. Ski right. team and gymnastics. Yeah. I, I just really got after the sports. Are you excited for the Rio? Or do you watch the Olympics? Oh yeah. You're excited for the Rio Games and oh yeah, and, definitely. And the, our gymna- our gymnastics team should just rock it this year. I love uh, so well. extreme human performance, yeah. right? Just the, the body in action and everything it's capable of brought up to a level that most of us only dream about. When you wrote your book, The Chocolate Therapist, A User's Guide to Extraordinary Health and Benefits, did you have to, how much research did you have to do? Or did you just already, you, you probably knew a lot of just because of your No, it's history. heavily so, researched. This is heavily researched. Oh yeah, I, I did. I did a lot of research. Not only did I do a lot of research, I ate a lot of chocolate. 
chocolate. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted to know if you ate chocolate every day, would you gain weight? Well, you know, would it be bad for you? I really actually wanted to walk the talk. Yeah. What I found was it, it works as an appetite suppressant for me. I don't have to eat that much. You know, a little nibble of chocolate every day. I haven't gained any weight. I'm actually happy to say I'm a little bit leaner than when I first wrote the book. <laughs> and I eat it every day I have for 10 years. So it's been a good, a good project, to say the least. Now, you also, um, you also do pairings. You do classes. We do. Then I, think that, I, I love that. You do weekly classes, um, 7 uh, at night to 8.15 p.m., and you sign up, you go online to sign up, or they basically come in? Get a call the or? shop, because it okay. changes so much. Okay. And it's chocolate and wine pairing, specifically, and we also do a chocolate and beer pairing class. Chocolate and what? And beer. And beer. <laughs> no way. That got your attention. Yeah, chocolate and beer pairing. Chocolate and beer is, is, you know, chocolate and wine is getting pretty popular, but chocolate and beer is up and coming. Sure. It's just hitting some uh, stride. And so... I don't know a lot about beer, but the guys behind me know little, less, less. Um, <laughs> my, my, my crew, they know less. So I'm going to have to ask you from the hip here. So I'm just going to go with a regular lager, okay, which yes. would be a Budweiser or Miller. What goes good with that? Oh, my gosh. I knew you were going to hit me with the beer question. I don't well, the beer pairing class. All right. I well, the right. wine classes. All right. We'll but, go back to uh, wine. Rebecca, and... what goes good with a lager? Hey, Rebecca. Rebecca. Rebecca, Rebecca, we need your help. What goes good with the lager? What goes good with beer? Just a beer. What, 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 what chocolate? Rebecca's here. She teaches the classes. Double yeah. shot. What are you thinking? Maybe no, like if you're drinking anything. A, if you're drinking like a, a blue moon. A what is it? Milk chocolate. Come here. Come closer. Asking? We can't hear you. She is the beer aficionado. Okay, I'm so telling you, this woman let's, knows let's just, beer. Let's just, let's just say... <laughs> Let's just say I was drinking a, 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 a I don't know, a, a, a hoppy beer. I don't, I don't, just name a beer that you like. It's, it's, what are you, no, name, what, just name a beer that you like. Okay, 70 IPA? 7 C's IPA? 7, seven. C's IPA. What, what chocolate goes good with 7 C's IPA? Dark chocolate lemon. Dark chocolate lemon and why? Milk chocolate, Milk chocolate apricot. apricot. It just right. pair, what, what a really good oh, chili pepper, too. Or chili yeah. peppers, okay. And this is, and who makes that beer? Uh, Dry Dock. Dry Dock makes that beer. Okay, well, we'll talk to Dry Dock later. But so they, that, that goes, so each, each type of beer goes good with a different type of chocolate. So what goes good with milk chocolate? What type? I mean, all of our chocolates are flavored. So right. Oh, it tastes on the flavor. Okay. Well, I highly recommend if you guys are in if you guys are in town or coming through town, go to the chocolate therapist. Go to their uh, they have a phone number three zero three seven nine five seventy nine thirteen. That's three zero three seven nine five seventy nine thirteen. And also go to the chocolatherapist.com and go to a beer pairing. And that's Rebecca, right? Rebecca, she's okay. the queen, I'm telling she you. She does the queen of beer. But I'm just going to tell now you about you, a good pairing. Yeah. If you, when you get a really good pairing, it enhances the flavors in the beer as well as the chocolate. And yeah. then it also can do something completely different. Like she was telling me now, she's putting a Sauvignon Blanc with a double shot, with a dark chocolate and oh. espresso, which doesn't even enter into my mind as a possibility. And I'm switching back over to wine. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to try it. A Sauvignon Blanc 
dark chocolate and espresso. Why not? She's like, it completely changes everything. You're just like, what in the world is happening in my mouth? <laughs> so you do the you do the wine pairing. I That's do, what yeah. you do. So those do. of you in the live audience tonight, if you want to grab one of these cards, um, it's chocolate and wine class. Um, how much do these cost? How much these cost? $25 a person. That's 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 very reasonable. Yeah, four wines and chocolates, hour-long class, and discount hour, in the shop afterward. Yeah, there you go. So it's, explain that one more time. What do you get when you go to you get, $25? We do four wines. And we, I mean, four I just wines we serve all the wine. For every, 25 bucks. And 10 chocolates. 10 chocolates. There's a, like about an hour-long class. You leave with all the information you need to host your own event. You get a great discount in the shop when the class is over. So, I mean, you can't lose by going to this class. Thousands of people have been through it, and I have yet to have one person say, oh, I don't know, we didn't like it. Everyone's like, oh my God, I learned so much. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they do host their own classes later. And they do. Yeah, they do. So a little bit of franchising there you're doing there. They come, uh, they come <laughs> into the shop, they've got their wine list, or they're having a wedding, and they want certain chocolates to go with their wedding. And they're like, here's what we're serving. And so yeah. we kind of try to pair them up. So what goes, name some wines and tell me what type of chocolate would go with those. All right, so... Moscato is a, is a sweet, effervescent Italian dessert wine, and I like to serve that with our milk chocolate amaretto, which is um, organic amaretto oil and pure milk chocolate, and then also dark chocolate lemon. That kind of brings up the lemon. It amounts like a lemon drop in your mouth, you know, just pow, yeah, you get this massive sure. lemon flavor. Love that. Another one of my favorite pairings uh, is a chili pepper chocolate with a, a Cabernet or a Zinfandel because oh. it makes it really spicy. Like that, that wine can be maybe a little pepper in it, but when you put the chili pepper chocolate in your mouth and, and add the wine, yeah. it's like, ah, fire-breathing dragon. <laughs> My favorite wine, I like, I, like, uh, I like a good red. Uh-huh, good, like a Merlot yeah, or a yeah, Pinot. Merlot, or, yeah. uh-huh. So we have uh, the dark, dark chocolate, chocolate. Yeah, with, infused with organic raspberry. We've got black oh. cherry. The chai can kind of give it an interesting twist depending on the wine. I love dark chocolate and raspberry. I love dark chocolate in any... Any of those red berries, like strawberry or, or raspberry, or even blueberry. Yeah. Well, one blueberry. thing we just started doing, we you know we have a line of 12 different chocolate bars, and we printed up this little postcard that shows which of our chocolate bars goes with the different wines. Yeah. So now you can take the chocolate bars as well as our wine pairing collection and pair those with wines, too, because we just don't want there to be any reason why you wouldn't want to pair chocolate with wine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you've written a book about it. Yes. Dare to Pair. Dare to Pair. Uh, the ultimate guide to chocolate and wine pairing. Yep. And this is sold on Amazon and on your it at is. your store. Yep, it is. And uh, dare to pair, and by Julie Peck, and um, and you just went through it. You just took you yep. took. There's you, 40 wines in there with three chocolate pairings each. But the main thing you learn about the wines too, because there's information on the grapes and the flavor profiles where they're grown. Uh, the, the pairings are kind of wild in there. We got into the cheeses and nuts and chocolates. I mean. Yeah, you do, you do it all. You don't just do the chocolate. You, I know you, you go crazy. <laughs> you nuts and caramel, uh, walnut and fig, um, sherry is one of them. White yeah. zinmentel is in here. Um, things I can't pronounce are in here. Uh, Marlot, you have Marlot, Marlot, Marlot. Uh, uh, Mont Blanc, Marlot. Uh, <laughs> Mel Blanc. No, Mel, no, Mont Blanc. There we go. Um, wonderful, wonderful Burgund- and, you know, Burgundies and, and Bordellos and all this stuff. A wonderful book. And you can get this one for, for how much online? And I believe it's eleven ninety five. And then in your store, same? Yep, same. That, but in the store, you get a free chocolate with it. You get a free little four-pack of our wine pairing chocolate. So come into the store and get it. Ooh. Yeah, it's like a good that. deal. So that's another good book that she's written. And when did you write this one? How long has this one been out? That one came out uh, a year ago. Uh, la- like, like, not last 
October, but the October before. And, and doing, I actually well? finished writing that book in Switzerland. No. I went to Switzerland to finish it. I sat there and overlooked the Swiss Alps as I drank wine, ate chocolate and cheese, and finished my book. Oh, the and, hard work never ends. <laughs> and finished finished your book. That's funny. Yeah, I did. But it not was, in Finland. You did it in Sweden. Switzerland. 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 Yeah. Overlooking Sorry. the Swiss Alps, my favorite. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. And that one's done. And then you wrote another one. I did. How about handing me that one? Oh, well, this one's kind of interesting considering the, the business I'm in. <laughs> this is the last Dame Diet. Yes. Now, one. what? You're in chocolate. The chocolate. Last day. Chocolate is fattening. Chocolate's not dieting. You can't diet with chocolate. Who's ever heard of that? That's silliness. That's just awful silly. It's a step-by-step guide. End your war with food forever. I need this book. You should read it. It's a great I, book. Yeah, and I think I, I'm kind of hinting to her, guys. That yeah, you know, back there. Um, though this this book. When did you write this one? I just finished that. It, was, it just came out at the end of last year. Congratulations. The newest book. And the reason I wrote it is because when I'm out speaking about the health benefits of chocolate and nutrition, which is a passion of mine for my entire life, I actually have my nutrition certification as well. Nice. People kept asking me, how do you own a chocolate shop and stay as lean as you do? And I'm like, well, I didn't really want to write the diet book. Maybe it's kind of an oxymoron. (laughs) But I thought, well, this is what I do. You know, I, this is how I live. I have a little secret. I use amino acids to help curb food cravings. So there's certain things you can take that will make you not want to overeat sugar. And they're, they're in the book. Uh, I reference a lot of other things in that book. I love your little quote at the bottom. Enjoy food, live normally, love life. What a great statement. I feel what like that's how I live. I think it is too. Yeah, I do. I think it is. When we come back after the break, we're going to talk more about booze and chocolate and more about not only does this lady make chocolate and made chocolate her living. She's taken it all over the world. She's taken it on cruise ships. And we're going to talk about that after the break. I'm Rob Scoggins. This is the Top of Your Conversation, and we'll be back. Thanks. Just a kindly reminder, everybody, that the show is brought to you by our official drink, Zing Tea, the official drink of the Top of Your Conversation. Anytime that you are around the Denver metro area or just around your grocery stores in the United States and Canada, Zing Tea is right there, X-I-N-G-T. You go to xingt.com. That's Zing Tea, the official drink. Of the topic of your conversation, I'm your host, Rob Scoggins, and just want to remind you to have a thing for Zing, Zing Tea, at your local superstores and your convenience stores around the country. Thank you. Hi, and welcome back. I am Rob Scoggins. I'm your host here of the topic of conversation, the topic of conversation, and we're here at the original Brooklyn's, and I just want to thank everybody from the staff and uh, Diane, the general manager, and everybody who's involved at Brooklyn's, original Brooklyn's right here in downtown Denver for hosting us. Every Wednesday night. Don't forget, if you have a party or an event that's coming up, definitely get involved uh, with Brooklyn's. They have wonderful food, and they have, they've been doing it forever. Um, they've been here for uh, over 50 years. So it's, you can be upstairs, you can be downstairs, you can be outside. It's a wonderful venue. Google it at theoriginalbrooklyns.com. Uh, and, of course, my wonderful staff that I get to work with on a daily basis, uh, Matthew Schiff, uh, my, uh, edit, my director and producer, uh, thank you. And uh, also my technical director and my uh, chief editor, Will Hartman, who I get to work with every week as well. We want to thank him for being a part of the show as well. And of course, uh, our official drink of the topic of conversation is Zing Tea. So grab yourself a nice little a lanyard to go home with. They're absolutely free. Uh, Zing Tea. It's a national natural green tea uh, with ginseng and pure cane sugar. Try it. You'll like it. They're sold all over the United States. 
and in Canada. It's Zing Tea. That's X-I-N-G-T. Go to xingt.com and check it out. This is the topic of conversation. We're talking about chocolate, and we're talking about wine, and we're talking about food pairings, and we're talking about Dozy Doe and Mary Doe's and, and Angela's Anzi Ivy. It is a place. The Chocolate Therapist is a place. It's on Main Street in Littleton, Colorado. It's open seven days a week, and you can also do a week. They have weekly classes from 7 to 8, 15 p.m. Um, for uh, scheduled visits. Go to thechocolatetherapist.com and check it out. Um, they cost $25 per class. You get uh, four wines, 10 chocolates, and you learn a whole lot. And she actually teaches you how to host your own parties. Uh, what a neat, neat thing. We want to welcome back to the show, Julie Peck. How Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you very much. You know, you are not only into chocolate. There's a, you do other things, too. I do. Yeah. Um, you, you sing. Yes, and well, you I'm sing, in a band. And you sing quite well. Well, thank you. <laughs> and um, and uh, what band are you in? Altitude Jazz and Beyond. Altitude Jazz yeah. and Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> a wonderful oh, band. Some and of the you band guys, members are here. And you guys play all over Denver. We do. And where are you going to be playing soon? Uh, the next one is Nona's. Nona's. The jazz band's playing down there. Yeah. I'm not singing on that one. All right. Yeah, and uh, then we're going to be at LaCour. Yeah, that's where you guys, you guys are yeah. there a lot. LaCour. Cool little yeah. place. Yeah. French Bistro down on Broadway, just south of Iowa. Love that place. Yeah, that's a good place. You've also taken your... T- we have something in common besides... I mean, I sing too, but not, 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 like, not like you. But um, it's in the name of the band one more time. Altitude, Jazz, and Beyond. And how can they find that? They can find it on Bandmix. Bandmix, B-A-N-D-M-I-X. And Bandmix.com. Just look that up. And, and do you guys have a website too? Uh, I don't think we have a website yet. Okay. But I know you got a CD out there and everything like that. Yep. So let me tell you, um, you guys are good. It's fun. Thank you. <laughs> good stuff. Now, you also have done some cool stuff. We have something in common. We've both worked on cruise ships. Yes. Um, done that. You have brought your seminars to sea. You take chocolate on the ships and you um, tell people how to do all this I stuff. I do. Yeah, I have a series of lectures that I've uh, tra- traveled all over the world, really, uh, teaching people about chocolate. Boo-hoo, hard work. <laughs> I know, isn't that fun? Um, so that's why you are a world, you're a worldwide, uh, yeah, you know, Yeah, I've sens- been all over the world. I, it's been great, actually. I traveled with Norwegian and Royal, and uh, just, you know how it is. You go on there, you have to have a series of lectures. I do chocolate and wine, chocolate and tea, yeah. international chocolate pairing, how to throw a chocolate party. Like, if it's chocolate-related, I'm talking about it. That's awesome. Now, do you ever see your, your daughters, um, two daughters? No, you have a son, no, you have son, a son and, a and a daughter. Do yeah. you ever see them taking over and you going sailing the seven seas? Well, I think that's a good idea. Maybe we should plant that seed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe when one of them graduates from college, say, hey, I got this for you. You want to keep it going? Right now, I would say that's not going to happen. Okay. Just, uh, you know, they both work at the store, but they don't sure. have aspirations of taking over the business or anything. So I think they're too young to be thinking about that, to tell you the truth. Really? Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, they worked at the store since they were really little. So they know all about it. They know everything. Yeah. But my son, he's really into music. So I see him somewhere in the music industry. Where's, what's one of your favorite jazz songs that you like to sing? I love Summertime, and yeah. I like uh, Georgia. I kind of like the big belting songs. Uh, it's a man's world, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I love music, so I like all of it. I like alternative rock. Rock and roll. Uh, you know, Can you give us a little bit of summertime? Just a little bit. I can't believe you're going to put me on the spot like oh, this. Oh, come on. Just, just the, first, the, first, the first phrase. All right. Summertime.
time when the living is easy Fish are jumping and the cotton is high Wow. <laughs> that, vo that voice in chocolate, I'm telling you, man. Oh, you can't believe that. <laughs> now, now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> no, you did great. Are you kidding me? You, you blew it out of the water. Thanks. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> When you when you when you when did you know you could sing? When did when did you figure that out? I've loved singing my whole life, but I really just got serious about it a few years ago and started taking singing lessons and really working hard and doing scales every day. And I decided, you know, I've wanted to sing live my whole life. I had another job. I was in the ski industry. I raised kids. I started a chocolate company, and I'm like, dang it, it's time to sing. I'm gonna let this happen. <laughs> and and we have friends in common because Dick Noshvish who's in the band with you, yeah. the jazz band with you, has been on this show. Right. So, I mean, what, it, what goes... member of the press club. A member of the press club. Yeah. A nice... Our fabulous uh, drummer and world-famous photographer. He is. He's a good, good guy. And uh, we're so happy to have him here in the live audience. And, of course, uh, a member of, of your wonderful band. Chocolate. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. When you think of it, it... it um, who knew you could do so much with it? Yeah, you really can. What's cool about it, I should say, uh, too, people come into the shop all the time and they're like, have you thought about doing this? Have you thought about doing that? Like they, everyone has an idea of something that you can do with chocolate. We have a pretty small store. I mean, I'd like to do everything. All of the ideas are fabulous. But when you start thinking down the lines of chocolate, there really is not anything that you can't do. Like, right, you can dip fruit in it. You can dip all kinds of food in it. If you don't like something, cover it with chocolate. You'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> liver in chocolate, right? <laughs> uh, there's just, there's so many cool, like I was saying, uh, we just chopped up our wine pairing chocolates and threw them in chocolate chip cookies and like whole oh. new world. Hello. <laughs> yeah. And, and people come in and say, look, I did this. Try this. They do. And they bring me chocolate from all over the world. I remember once this guy came uh, from, I believe, I want to say Brazil, and they had discovered a line of cacao trees along uh, a river in Brazil, and it was called the Nacional, but it was a really, it was a very uh, ancient strain. He's like, I want you to have this in your chocolate company, and I will you make this? And I said, well, great. How much is it? $100 a pound. <laughs> what? I'm like, hey, you know what? I don't know that that's our market, but I have a guy that I think would do this. And so I gave him the number, and I, I hope they did something with it. But, you know, they'll bring it in from chocolate companies all over the world. They're like, you got to try this. you got to try that. It was my job. When, when, when will this end? I mean, do you, do, you, do you see you working in chocolate the rest of your life, or is this something no. you might want to sell later down the road? Or? Definitely building it up sell it with okay. the purpose of selling it I really I love music and I eventually would like to see more time spent in music and less in chocolate but in the meantime what a great thing to have doing both of you no know question. my motto for life is to touch as many lives as possible in a positive way I love that and between music and chocolate I think I can reach everyone <laughs> I think so too yeah that's kind of the goal what else do you like to do Besides singing and, and, and going on cruise ships and, and, and telling the world about what you do and then, of course, playing with chocolate, what else, does, what else does Julie Peck like to do? Well, I'm a passionate skier. That's yeah. why I moved to Colorado. That's uh, why. I love to ski. I was born on skis. My dad was on the ski patrol, hauled us up to the mountain every single weekend, all the time we were growing up. Then I raced and I competed bumps. And now I just love skiing. Just love it. <laughs> no question. Every, every year you get a ski yeah. pass? I don't care what the weather is. Like, if it's terrible weather, I don't care. I don't, I don't mind. It's sunny, snowy, 
white out. It doesn't matter to me because, you know, you just know where to ski. If it's white out, you're skiing the trees. When you meet a stranger, do you always end up talking about, is, does conversation always end up on chocolate? Usually. And, yeah. you, and the reason is, is because it's a universal connecting point. It really is. Really, there isn't anybody that doesn't, there are a few people that don't like chocolate, but even if they don't, they're really willing to have that discussion because yeah. they just think it's so amazing that you can have a career in that, in that field. Who discovered chocolate? What's the history of chocolate? Who, who, who did this to us? <laughs> well, it started in South America. The Mayans and the Aztecs, the Tolmecs, Almecs, uh, they all were using it really for more medicinal purposes. They were and smoking then, it. <laughs> presumably. Smoking the cocoa bean, man. <laughs> Well, yeah. I, I didn't see any research on that, no. but I like the idea. <laughs> no, but then uh, it was Columbus, okay. actually, uh, in the 1500s. But it was, you know, it was introduced to Europe in the, in the late, in the 1500s, about 1528. It went into Spain. It was mostly drank. You know, they drank it and they crushed it up and they had all kinds of different things in it. Put Spaniards, it in their coffee. Yeah, they're the ones that ate, that had originally added sugar to it because it wasn't like that when it was in uh, Central and South America. And then the Spaniards kept it around Spain for about 100 years before it kind of infiltrated into the rest of Europe, where it was still drank for a long time. It was just drinking cocoa. And then we see uh, solid chocolates in the 1700s. So it is Spain that kind of vaulted mm -hmm. the yeah. cocoa bean into what it is today? Yeah, because Cortez, in 1528, I believe it was, brought it back into Spain. And it was really just because the Mayans and Aztecs used it for money, like the cocoa beans were actually a currency, it was so expensive uh, for people to drink that it stayed in, a, in the uh, aristocracy for many, many years. And it was the Jesuit priests that actually introduced it to more mainstream. Uh, they, they saw how lucrative it was. And, you know, the Jesuit so priests, priests were making beer, wine, and chocolate. <laughs> oh, they were on to they it. They were yeah, doing it, man. They had it. I mean, they had it made. oh, to be a Jesuit priest, oh, right? Oh, my goodness, gosh. <laughs> making the good beer, the good chocolate, and the good wine. Yeah, so they really uh, infiltrated it all over Europe. Okay. And then kind of the chocolate houses sprang up, and then we see it uh, eventually turning into a solid form later when Conrad Van Hutten invented a way to extract the cocoa beans from the cocoa solids. What's his name? Conrad Van Hutten. He's and there, a and there's Dutch. No, do we not have anything named after him in the chocolate world? Dutch. Dutch chocolate. Oh, Dutch chocolate The Dutching him. process. Yeah, is I him. think it just comes from there because so. he invented that. That's wonderful. Yeah. The Dutch did it, huh? Yeah, so it's very interesting about the history of chocolate, though. The more you study it, the more confused you become because everyone <laughs> wants credit, right? Sure. Every country's like, oh, we invented it, we invented it. Like, Italy's saying they invented it. Italy wasn't even country when chocolate came around, you know? No. It wasn't even kind of, it wasn't the boot that we know and love today. Right. So it's just kind of funny because you did, the deeper you dig, the harder it gets. You're just so, like, whatever. So then the 1700s came around, and that's when it came to the Americas? Mm, yeah, you have Baker Chocolate Company. You know, yeah. it's not it's not just baking chocolate. It's actually started by the guy Baker, but he um, he started with a partner, and then his partner was lost at sea. So Baker just became the, the chocolate company, and then Hershey wow. uh, came around. He really revolutionized chocolate in the late 1800s, and the first Hershey bar was introduced in 1900. 1900. Yeah, and then it was you know it just. So we've had Hershey for 116 years. Yeah, he actually, I believe started in the caramel business, failed a few times, went over to England. This is a story. He went and he watched kids chewing the chocolate off the caramels, and he's like, skip the caramel, I'm going straight to chocolate. <laughs> and so he is well, the one that crafted the mass manufacturing of uh, chocolate on a big level, and then brought that in back into mainstream, where 
the average person could afford it because up until that point, it was just too expensive. And I've been seeing the commercials. M&M's just turned 75 years yes, old. Yes, yes. So it's, it's pretty remarkable how these chains of, of chocolate companies in our country have, have maintained. Um, and and they've, they've, yeah, they've made different candy bars every now and then, the, but the mainstay candy bars are still there. They are. And I just saw a really cool report by Mars that they're going to be taking all the artificial ingredients out of M&M's within the next five years. Wow. Which is a great... It's a great move by a major company that's committed to, you know, doing something right with chocolate. And they have had, they're very instrumental in helping the farmers uh, grow cacao that's for the best of their land to grow the most, the highest production. They help with the education, the farmers, all that, you know, the co-ops. Do you ever see, I mean, I know you're in the chocolate world and you, and you see it all the time and you talk about it all the time and it's a part of your life, lifestyle. But do you ever see Nestle's or Hershey's or M&M Mars get into the medicinal edibles yeah well i don't know if they'll get into edibles i mean you know there's there so much money to be made if you're a money-driven company i could see that being kind of a focus but if you're purpose-driven then you just do what's right for you right. so i don't know i don't know if i can speak on behalf of them but I'm, you're not speaking on behalf of them i'm just yeah. saying you know being in the chocolate world do you ever see that now i say now and i'll just say it i know it's off topic but i'll just say it i think philip morris will eventually get into marijuana they're gonna have to maybe <laughs> they're gonna have to eventually philip Possible. morris one of the largest distributing of, of tobacco. They make Marlboros and, and all that and all that and Merit and all those other brands. But I, I just I think and I'll answer for you then yes, I see Nestle's or M and Mars, Hershey's, M and Mars, somebody's gonna do it. And they're gonna do it just one little bar. You know, who knows? But I think eventually they'll get into it and, and start distributing yeah. in into the dispensaries. But I think they'll get into it. I could see it happening. I mean, you know, it'd be a smart thing to do, like I said, money wise. It's gonna be so profitable. Yeah, and beer's getting into it now. They're starting to put hemp, I mean not hemp, but they're starting to put marijuana in beer, which is weird. They put coffee in beer, which was even weirder, but it, it's happening. They're starting to infuse a lot of things, and, and who knows where it's going to take us. Well, I think it's job security for all of us, because all the people that are coming up are going to have a tough time staying focused. Yeah. Now, do you... <laughs> That's pretty good. Now, do you have another book in mind, or is, are you are you kind of burnt out on the three no, books? I love to write. I write all the time. I'm a songwriter, too. But I think the next time I write something, it'll be a screenplay. Really? Yeah. I'm studying screenplays right now. I love the idea of writing a screenplay. It's been in my head for about 10 years. Will um, you make it... Will you, ma will you set it in a chocolate... Chocolate place? Mm, no, I don't think so. Just because the ideas that I have aren't really chocolate related. Can you give us a little hint of what you, <laughs> of what you might be writing uh, well, a screenplay about? Well, a romantic about? comedy. Okay. I think because you can't miss. And yeah. my whole life is a little bit like a romantic comedy, so I kind of have to go off of that. So you can grab, you know, Meg, Meg Ryan and and and, and <laughs> Tom, Hanks. Tom Hanks, and they can do a retirement one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now we're talking. Well, I hadn't really thought about this. Interesting. Well, Let me Meg, take that Meg, under Meg, advice. Tom, I think Tom's doing okay. Yeah. But Meg needs a job. She does. Yeah, I think she's, she's hurting. <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll give him a call when I'm done. Yeah, when you're but done. But yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, although I'm taking a little bit of a writing breather after having written The Last Damn Diet because it took a lot. Yeah, because this one just came out. Yeah, it did. And Take I, control I just your... need a little bit of, of, of breather here. I mean, we are going to write a chocolate and beer pairing book, though. That's coming. That's really close. I think it's remarkable you can lose weight and eat chocolate. Yeah, you can. Uh, it's all, all the research is in the book. It's, it's mainly just portions, isn't it? I mean, isn't it dieting just, just portions? Actually, I think really what the reason people suffer and they can't diet is that they're hungry all the time. We've eaten so many bad foods. Because we uh, don't move as much well, anymore. Well, no, it has to do with uh, high fructose corn syrup and the way it affects your metabolism. And you lose your ability to tell when you're hungry. So you just keep eating, 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 eating. And that's where amino acids come in. And they rebalance 
your brain so that you can actually stop eating when you're full instead of feeling like you have to eat everything on your plate or you have to eat every bite. Yeah. And I, I use this a lot in my own diet. I mean, I own a chocolate shop. So if I see I'm eating too much chocolate, yeah. take a few amino acids, a little glutamine, you know, maybe some... I mean, yeah. for all intents and purposes, <laughs> you should look like Emerald Agassi. But you don't. No, I don't. No, no I'm, I'm healthy and I'm lucky. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't sit there and eat chocolate all day long. And, and I your don't children, want it. your children are thin and lovely. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Dave is thin and lovely. I yes. mean, everybody in your, everybody in your social uh, uh, network family it's the is, chocolate. is thin and less the chocolate, it's right? Chocolate. There's something magic about it. I believe in it. So my, my last little part of this is how does chocolate help your brain? Now, people have always said it's, you know, chocolate has an aphrodisiac. Yes. Tick, tick, tick to it. Because, you know, a guy, he always says, hey, come into my place, we'll have oysters and dark chocolate. Um, <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Smart man. How is chocolate an aphrodisiac? And an aphrodisiac, folks who are listening at home, um, your sexual, it helps your sexual being. It helps you sexually. How does it do that? It has the same thing in it that the body releases when you have an orgasm. Okay. Yeah, it's a chemical, somewhelamine. So it would take a lot of chocolate. To reach that level, let's just say. <laughs> can can you give me an example of how much chocolate that would be there, Julie? Have you have you ever tried? Have you ever done that? No. I mean, and I don't want to get too personal, no. but have you ever eaten that much chocolate where you have? No. No, no I haven't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Neither have I. I'm not 100% uh, certain I would tell you if I had. Well, but I you, like the question. You never know. <laughs> but um, really, I, I do have some information on it. Same thing with marijuana. It has some things in it that, some of the same things that marijuana has. You would have to eat uh, 25 pounds of chocolate to get the equivalent oh. of one joint. You have to eat a small child. Uh, pretty much. Of chocolate. <laughs> that's a really chocolate, that's a big chocolate bunny. You're right. You're that's right. a big that bunny. Goes, I don't know that you'd want to do that because you no. might have some side effects that you might not want to experience. Yeah, like yeah. a diabetic coma. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, no, um, but I think this is one of the reasons we, women crave it. Another reason is it's very rich in magnesium, uh-huh. which helps us stabilize our hormones. So we're naturally gravitating toward that special time of the month. You know, I'm just telling guys out there, get your women some good chocolate so that when that time hits, you can just be like, here, honey, I think you need some of this. Stuff it in their face. Right. Don't go with the cheap <laughs> stuff. It's not worth it. No. It's, you got to get the good chocolate. And you, and you sell that. What oh, would yeah. You, what would you recommend for a woman on her period? Extreme therapy. Extreme therapy. <laughs> it's one of I our bars. I know, I understand no, you want them to go It's one of our bars. Oh, you mean the bar? It's oh, called okay. the bar. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Oh, no, um, I'm saying. Extreme therapy. It's 72% dark chocolate with cocoa nibs, so lower in sugar. Yeah. It's going to shut off the appetite. And what does that bar go for? It's uh, 325, two for six, buy five, get the six free. <laughs> Did you That's hear that? Say it again, slower. 325 if you want one bar. But we also sell them two for $6. Okay. And then you can also come in and mix and match. All if right. you buy five, you get the six one free. Okay, guys, you can get six months <laughs> of therapy for your wife or a girlfriend who are on their period and get, and get, that, get that chocolate bar. $16.25. So <laughs> much cheaper 16, than so therapy. So <laughs> much better. Get that 16 spend that $16, guys. Just do it. Or, or ladies, whatever. And uh, that, yeah, that's awesome. So there's really, so you were asking about the brain. I One was. of the things that yeah. does, uh, it helps dilate the blood vessels, which means more blood and oxygen to the brain. So you're more focused. Yeah. And again, I just can't emphasize how important it is to go with as dark chocolate as possible. Okay. Yeah. Really dark. Really, really dark. Not sugar going to mess you up. The brain it's game. nice and dark. Right. Mm-hmm. That yeah. helps with Alzheimer's or relief of well, maybe. Well, specifically uh, the uh, antioxidants in there. 
They're okay. one of the few things that can cross over the blood-brain barrier, and that helps protect against amyloid. Sure. Book number one is The Chocolate Therapist, A User's Guide to the Extraordinary Health Benefits of Chocolate. That is available on Amazon and at your store, The Chocolate Therapist. Um, you can get that. And if Julie's there, she'll sign it for you. How about them apples? And then her next one that came out was Dare to Pair, and that is The Ultimate Guide to Chocolate and Wine Pairing. And uh, Julie will sign that one for you, too. And her latest book that you can get on Amazon and also at her, uh, her brick-and-mortar store, The Chocolate Therapist, The Last <coughs> Dame Diet. I love it. A step-by-step guide to end the, your war with food and forever. Enjoy food, live normally, and love life. Um, and that one you, it just came out, and, so, and that one's doing very, very well. And she's got three books that you can do, and you can give them as gifts, pair them with chocolate, put them in a bag. They're great for any, any occasion, birthdays, holidays, anniversaries. Everything. Everything. They really, there's no time that you can't give one. We have a website too. Um, she is the chocolate therapist. It's over there on Main Street in Littleton, Colorado. So anytime you're traveling through Colorado or if you're local right here, head over to Littleton. It's open seven days a week. Just check their website. They also do wine pairing classes and now beer pairing classes with Rebecca. Thechocolatetherapist.com. Check them out. And uh, it's only $25. You get 10 chocolates, four wines, I'm assuming four beers, and a whole lot of information. And guess what, folks? You can have your own parties. They actually teach you how to have your own parties. What a fun thing. Their phone number is 303-795-7913. It's 303-795-7913. Uh, a wonderful, wonderful place. A wonderful, wonderful lady uh, who has brought the world of chocolate to Colorado and have taken it around the world. So definitely check her out. She's got videos. She's got information stuff at her store. And uh, definitely check her out. So... What are other ways they can find you? Are you on social media? We have media? a website, yep, okay. thechocolatetherapist.com. You have to put the word the in front of it. Okay. We're on social media, Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn. We're everywhere. You're everywhere. <laughs> all over the place. Instagram, yeah, we have it all. What's one thing that you want to tell people about chocolate that they don't know? Well, I think, as I was mentioning earlier, it's a universal connecting point. If you are going anywhere and you don't know anyone... Bring chocolate with you. Not, fl not flowers. Nope, not nope. a pineapple. No. Nope. Not a fruit salad. Just bring chocolate because instantly everyone will gather around you. And I know this from traveling all over the world. People love chocolate. It is one of the world's best loved foods. And, and that's why you cut them in the squares so they can share. That's right. I exactly. That. We make it easy. It's the Chocolate Therapist with Julie Peck. Hey, are you ready for Rob's Fast Five questions? Oh, my gosh. Are you ready? <laughs> Let's hear them. Okay. <laughs> I hope I can do it. <laughs> When you're making chocolate, what do you sing when you're making chocolate? What's your song when you're rolling out the chocolate sugar and all the spices and everything? We nice listen to everything. Everything? Oh, yeah. We literally put it on Pandora. We, we do it all. Oh, really? Country, I thought you'd be more like rock. a surgeon who goes... Oh, no. <laughs> no, and actually, no. it's not my job to choose. Oh, the chocolatiers get to uh, choose the music because oh, that's where the magic like is. That. So the, mag the chocolatiers have to be happy, so they get to choose the music. So what do you think they usually choose? What, what does Rebecca and the gang choose over there. there see there's not a usually it's really diverse oh, okay. uh, today when i went in there it was country okay but i've been in there i've come in before and it's disney all the girls are singing disney oh, songs frozen? At the, yes oh. at the top of their lungs rolling so rolling out the dough all of it uh, the uh, disney days are, are really actually uh, quite fun i absolutely laugh when the country music comes on i'm howling like a hound dog because that's what it reminds me of like, you know <laughs> boy everything's terrible yeah. What do you uh, like to listen to? Alternative then? rock. Alternative and rock. And jazz, yeah. So alternative rock would be 
name an Amen artist. Oh, I that don't you know. Like. I'm, you're, I can't believe you're putting me on the spot. How, how about like well, that's what Creed five, Rob's or, five questions uh, is. Yeah. Silver Sun Pickups. Okay. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, all those all right. guys. And then some jazz. What do you? What jazz do you listen to? Who do you listen I to? I like Ella, and of course Etta James is one of my favorites. Oh, Etta James. Yeah. yeah so. Um, Frank Sinatra. Sometimes yeah. we put it on the Frank Sinatra station, and then we get all the jazz in there. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it just depends on what we're making. And, <laughs> and kinda... I made it my way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I get it. So, yes, that, yeah. that would be awesome. There's no method to the madness in there. We hear everything. What's the most unusual chocolate story you have? Like, somebody just comes in, and, hey, have you ever done this? And you're like, no, and never will. Chocolate-covered Cheetos. Chocolate-covered Cheetos. Yeah. Oh, wow. here, I have a story for you. So I love Cheetos, even though I'm all about nutrition, right? Oh, yeah, I know. Sure, it, it's yeah. like my, it's my breakdown, right? Oh, That's yeah. my bad day. So I bring the Cheetos in. I'm supposed to go to a, a Thanksgiving dinner with a guy that I'm dating. I haven't been dating him very long. I said I would bring the dessert, and they're like, great. She owns a chocolate shop. She'll bring the dessert. So we dipped... <laughs> How can you uh, go wrong, right? We dipped Cheetos, puffy and crunchy, in both milk and dark chocolate and put them in a beautiful box displayed. I put those out on the table for dessert, opened them up. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. They did not think it was that funny. <laughs> <laughs> no. Did they eat it? Uh, no, I took them home. <laughs> Gave them back to the staff. Oh, well. Uh, they may, we, we just <laughs> had the bacon and beer fest. They just had the bacon and beer fest. Chocolate-covered bacon. You could do bad. it. We're not doing it. It's lovely. I know. People I do highly it. recommend it. Fat on fat is, you know. <laughs> I can't I mean, do bacon. Why? It's a crime in food. Well, how about sausage? I don't know. I don't think so. All right. What, so the, the weirdest thing you've ever done is chocolate-covered Cheetos. Cheetos, okay. yeah. We do it all. Have you done Fritos or any other Frito nope, Lane? But now, you know have you what seen else? the Ruffles? The not the Ruffles. Um, yeah, the Ruffles. Those are good. The, oh, those are good. You know what else we do? Lucky Charm Bark. Really? Yeah. I don't do it, I, yeah. you know, but we do it. The, the girls bring in all kinds of cereal. We throw it into chocolate and make it into a bark. One night I served it with my chocolate wine pairing class just for the heck of it. It goes <laughs> great with the Chardonnay, yeah, you know? Sure. Dark yeah. chocolate, Lucky Charms, and Chardonnay. Bring that on. <laughs> 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 That's a sad night. Yeah, I know. And we you're don't... watching some movie going, <laughs> You're watching like... We're the lucky charm sleep, book. Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've done it all. What, um, wh what's one place in the world you haven't been that you want to go? The Maldives. The where? The Maldives Islands. Oh, Maldives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going there. It's on the agenda. That's there. Mm -hmm, you yep. might have to fly there. I'm probably going to have to fly there. Or boat. There. No, you can't yeah. really no, boat No, we're going to fly. You're going to fly? Yeah. yeah. And also, uh, I what, want to go what, to What's there that you want to see? I mean, what's... It's, I love the islands. Dude. I like the mountains and the islands. I'm kind of an extremist. Yeah. So I just want to be in that like, little plunge pool yeah. with a glass of wine and a good bar of chocolate watching the sunset with my sweetie. Julie Peck, who, Julie Peck, who is your chocolate hero? Who's your hero in the world of chocolate? Uh, that is a hard question. <laughs> well, there could be more than one. I'm Most people pick one, but you can pick more than one. It's probably Milton Hershey. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's not that I'm a huge fan of Hershey's, but I like what he did. He was highly involved with charities. He industrialized the chocolate industry. I, I mean, he's like a founder. He was a forerunner. He was tenacious. He failed five times before he succeeded. I love that guy. Yeah. He just went for it no matter what. So of all the people that I've, I've read about, you know, and then I also appreciate, um, I guess, the people that are out there doing it right now, you know, just kind of. A friend of mine, he started a company called Creo Brew. It's brewing cocoa. Mm -hmm. His name's Eric. Uh, of course, I'm not thinking of his last name at the moment. It's okay. But it's, they extract all the cocoa butter out of 
uh, coffee be- or cocoa beans, and then you can brew that in your coffee pot. It's very popular. So they're starting to sell it in Whole Foods and everything. I like him because he runs all over the world and meets all the farmers and he really cares about the flavors and the taste of it. I call him the crazy chocolate guy. <laughs> Eric Dirchi. That's Where is he from? Utah. Utah. Now, he used to live here, but he moved his company to Utah. What is your favorite candy bar that you don't make? Or I can change the question and make it a little bit easier for you. What was your favorite candy bar growing up? Well, I always liked Hershey's Kisses when I was growing up, but right. now, now I, it's I not really a candy not bar. Not really eating those anymore. <laughs> uh, but if he, I do go all over the world, and I try chocolates everywhere, and I love Swiss chocolate the best. Uh, there's a company I think it's called Leonardi's uh, that they make, or Leonidas or something like that, a truffle rolled in cocoa powder that's fabulous. But when I'm here in the United States and I'm just buying um, some kind of chocolate, kind of going outside the box, I will always buy green and blacks. Milk chocolate, they have a 40% dark milk chocolate. It's organic, fair trade chocolate with almonds in it. It's my absolute favorite. That's my breakdown outside the chocolate therapist. So what was your, what was your favorite candy bar? Now, besides Hershey Kiss, what was the one you, what was your go-to? Mine's Kit Kat. I go to Kit Kat. I'm Kit sorry. Kat? I, lo- I love Kit Kat. But that's mine. But like, like what was your Probably yours? Snickers. Snickers? Yeah, and Snickers Dark, when they came out with that, that was really good. Can't miss with that. And then who can beat a Heath bar? Oh, like hello. That was my dad's favorite. Yeah, yeah. those are super good. I mean, <laughs> but now I just would never dream of eating those. No, <laughs> I'm just like we're so far away from that. <laughs> so far away from toffee. Oh yeah, I can't eat it. Chocolate covered toffee. We make great toffee though. We you do. do. Have, oh yeah, it's fabulous. Thank you so much for being here. It's been an absolute joy. Thank you for sharing your wonderful world of chocolate Thank with everybody you. here at the original Brooklyn's in downtown Denver. I know they loved it. I know they appreciate it. And I think they got a big kick out of it. And it looks like you got some that you can take home with you. We do, yeah. It is an absolute... Good thing. I just don't have that much chocolate around my house. It's an absolute (laughs) wonderful adventure you have taken us on in the world of chocolate. I wish you the best of luck. And we look forward to seeing you grow and coming to your store and having some fun with you. Thank you. Thanks again. And and becoming lifelong friends. Thank you so much. I'm Rob Scoggins. I'm your host of the Topic of Conversation. And I just want to thank you all for tuning in and listening live here at Audience and, of course, all over the podcast world. And I just want to kindly remind you to listen, talk, and laugh as much as you can. Wake up every day with a purpose to do good things for you and others. And you never know, you might be right here in downtown Denver at the original Brooklyn's as our topic of conversation. Thanks again. Have a great day and good night.